Powerful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy Monday to you, Queens. This is Queen Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you so much inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a big success. Before we get started, let us go ahead and go to God the Father in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing us to wake up this morning and to have yet another day. Thank you for the weekend that we've had, dear Lord. Bless us, O oh Lord, as we pursue being queens of our organizations, of our businesses, queens of action and leadership. Let us not, O oh Lord, procrastinate on our business goals and tasks. O oh Lord, help us with this. But be steadfast, move, unmovable, and unshakable, Lord. Let us have our feet planted firmly in the ground, Lord, full of unshakable faith for the things that we have purpose to do. We ask for a special blessing over all of those women that might be struggling with debt, feeling alone and isolated and not sure which way to turn. Heavenly Father, we also ask for special blessing for those women right now, dear Lord, who are living in their cars with their children. They are struggling to find food to put in their baby's mouth, dear Lord. Father, they um, don't even have the proper clothing or cover or blankets to keep warm as we go uh, into this new season of coolness, dear Lord. And I just ask you to be with them, Lord. Send the angels to them, Lord. Send comfort and a peace and an inner, inner warmth, dear Lord, to the children and to the mothers, dear Lord. Father, and if it's your will, if we need to be put in front of them, use us as well, O oh Lord. We ask these things, Father, because we know that you love all of your children, and you know that we know that you want us here to help those who are in need. Father, we thank you for all of the blessings that you have given us, and we grace totally, Lord, all of those blessings that are yet to come. Thank you so much for the Successful Woman Radio Show and to continue for all the things you continue to let us do, Lord. Please give me resources to share with the other listeners, Father, and I thank you so much for allowing me personally, Lord, to wake up each and every day. Father, we ask all of these things in your son's name, Christ Jesus. Amen. Well, I trust that you all did have, indeed have a beautiful weekend, beautiful fall weather here in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and I've been seeing beautiful fall pictures that people have been posting up online. And as you look in the fall seasons, you know, perhaps the different seasons and times of the year, maybe they do have something to do with how we perceive things and how we feel. And it's around this time that you know that it's still before the new year, but that it's also the holiday season. And if you are a businesswoman, you know that you should be doing some things during this holiday season to take advantage of the excitement, of the atmosphere, of the celebration, uh, and to provide um, gifts and ideas from your services and your products that consumers can actually use. So again, I'm so excited uh, for you to be here with me today. Today we have a wonderful topic, and it is all about, you know, developing your holiday promotion, you know, marketing your business. Now, we have two things going on this week for you pertaining to that. Today, I'm going to share with you some ideas and things about beginning to develop your marketing uh, campaign, but then I'm going to take it a further a step further in a webinar that we are hosting where you are actually going to be able to see me create a landing page using Google Sites 
and how simple that can be. You're actually going to get to see me put together uh, a campaign and what that entails. So you will visually be able to see some of the things I'm talking about today, but then I'm going to go just a little bit deeper in the webinar. So you definitely um, will want to attend that, and I will be announcing more information about that particular webinar uh, later today um, throughout the show. Um, our October theme for this month has been overall close. This really is a busy quarter. And again, I want to remind you, not only do we have to ensure that our goals are in alignment with what we want to experience from our businesses, but we must also start planning for the holiday season as well as uh, gearing up and planning for our business strategy to prepare our business strategy, that is. And so, again, there's quite a few things stirring around the pot up in October. And so, again, I want to remind you that while we may have family coming in town, while we may have family activities and a lot of other things going on, shopping, cooking, um, it's a time of year for women that women have a tendency to want to you know, slow down and really enjoy things and be there for their families. And, of course, if you have a spouse or a significant other, children, you know, there are responsibilities that come along with that as well, right? And so, again, this is why, as women, we have to be so cautious of how we manage our time, how we handle our time every single day. And so, I say this with all the love and care that it's important that we remember that every single day we are given 86,400 seconds, right? And so we have to take control of the time that we're being given, you know, write out just on a blank sheet of paper all of the things that need to be happening for perhaps this month and the rest of this year and prioritize it. Some of the things that you list, you may have to eliminate altogether, but that is why it is so very, very important for you to stay on top of things by reviewing what you have to get done, by reviewing what you want to accomplish in your business, and also what needs to be happening during this time of year for you. So if you don't do that, of course, a lot of confusion can occur. You know, you get foggy, you lose your clarity, uh, you get disappointed in yourself. There's so many things, so many symptoms of not being in control and staying in focus with what we're doing. And so, again, I want to remind that you of that, and I hope that you take it with love because, you know, sometimes it's difficult for me as a coach to hear the same thing over and over again at the beginning of every new year, right? I mean, I, I mean, it, I really do. Um, there is such a commonality amongst us as women, and I hear the same thing over and over again every single year. And so this is why I have such a heart, such a passion to help all women to recognize that we have more control, more personal power than we ever would know but we have to start taking action. We have to start making things happen in our lives and our business and have, have to go the direction that we want it to go, right? So very, very important. So with that said, you know, again, if you haven't listened to the other two Mondays uh, topics for the month of October, I want to encourage you to do so. Uh, there are several ways to do it. If you are a Crown Club member at Women About Biz, then you can go right into your member portal, click on podcast in the left-hand menu at the very bottom, and all of the podcasts are lined up right there for you to listen conveniently to your smart device, your computer, or laptop. So again, don't forget to, um, to listen to those broadcasts. We have more exciting information for you today. Again, I am going to be talking about developing your holiday marketing campaign. I've got plenty of tips on how you can create the best holiday marketing campaign to attract your customers. Now, if you did not know it, now is the time to get started, right? Now is the time to get started on your holiday marketing campaign. Um, and the, the one thing that I will say, and I'll talk about it a little bit when over this, but I want to say it now before I forget it, 
that is that the closer you get to the holiday season, the simpler your campaign needs to be, okay? Um, That's very important to remember because a lot of people started working on their holiday campaigns in June and July, August time frame, right? Uh, And so during that third quarter, that top of that third quarter, bottom of that second quarter, people started working on it, especially larger companies. And so now when you're out, you are beginning to see um, a festive atmosphere in the malls, uh, Christmas trees, holidays, uh, menorahs are up. Uh, I'm seeing, you know, so many different things for sale, right? And so everybody is starting it early, early when it comes to the holiday season. I'm even um, seeing people promote their quantum uh, products for sale as well because we don't want to forget quantum because that happens right after. There's so much going on, so many things that we can take advantage of. So, again, we have the five questions of business leadership to share with you. Um, We're going to talk about preparing your mind for greatness today, and um, I'm excited about that because I'm going to share with you something that I've done on TikTok that got some great response back. Uh, I'm going to go over the announcements again on our webinar coming up this week, and then we'll go right into developing your holiday marketing campaign. So let's go ahead and get started with the five questions of business leadership. What I want you to keep in mind about this, because I know there are many of you who are longtime listeners, you might hear this uh, time and time again every single Monday. I know you say, oh, no, here goes every Monday. But here's, here's the thing, is that these questions, Oftentimes, when you ask them of yourself and you take action on them, usually in about 30 days or so questions, perhaps because you have already handled some tasks and to-do items that these questions sparked within you, right? And so the purpose of these questions, five questions of business leadership, is to get you to hone in on your leadership skills, to strengthen yourself, to get it real with yourself, right? And so uh, what I do is I'll go through the questions, but usually I'll pick one of the questions to just cover a little bit more, just things that I want to actually remind you of. So let's get started. Get your notepad out and take some good notes. Here's question number one in the five questions of business leadership. Have I set my business foundation? And of course, setting your business foundation is uh, very important. In an analogy, just think about the fact that if a house is not setting on the right type of foundation, that house is going to crumble. It's going to fall. It is not going to stand still. And so, again, we we liken that uh, and give you that analogy for your business because a business that's not built on a steady foundation, what happens is that you move along, you can actually start growing the business, but if the foundation was never set under the business, then what happens is that it can cause the business to fail. It can cause the business to dwindle down quickly. And so you don't want that, right? Very important. I want to share a quick story. I had a client many years ago. Um, that called me and said that they had a big webinar coming up and uh, they had never taken uh, credit cards before and they wanted to know uh, what did they need to do to get the credit cards. And so, you know, I made my recommendations to the client and I said, okay, so when is the webinar? Maybe I can share it with a few people. And they go, oh no, the webinar is in a few hours. I said, are you kidding? The webinar is in a few hours. So, she had so many things to do before the webinar. You know, she wanted to go over her material. She was putting last-minute touches to her PowerPoint presentation. She was doing so many things. And she just had not 
set up that merchant account? And she goes, well, I really consider this a trial run webinar. You know, she was going on and on telling me about how, you know, she didn't expect that many people to show up or to, uh, or to come to the, to the webinar at all. And I said, well, how many people did you invite? And she had gone on to tell me that she had did some marketing online and, and you know, that she had did some ads on, on some heavy hitter blogs. Uh, where they had uh, over uh, 100,000 members. So she was telling me all the things that she had did, and I said, well, listen, I'm going to get off the phone with you because you've got to get this merchant account set up if you have something to offer at the end. And she said, I do, and they're definitely going to want it. So uh, the next thing I know, maybe within an hour, I get an urgent text saying that, the, something was going awry. She's tried PayPal. She's tried all these different things. Nothing seems to be working. She can't get herself verified. Um, she didn't have her business account uh, set up. You know, she was asking me for suggestions. And I was, I was caught in the middle of her stress because she was trying to figure out how to really, you know, get all of that set up when really that's a part of your business foundation. And I'm sharing this with you. Why? Because I want you to understand how frazzled you can feel, how stressed you can feel when certain things in your foundation not set up. Long story short, she had the webinar and she had over 100 people attend that particular webinar when she thought it was only going to be like a five or 10 folks, right? As a result, for whatever reason, she couldn't get that merchant account set up. And, you know, that's how it is. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That's how it is when we tend to do things at the last moment. It never works out, right? Uh, you know, we are scrambling and falling all over ourselves. And, and because, you know, it adds a, an element of nervousness to it, we, we can't get it right. We just can't get it right. So she ended up not being able to um, to have the merchant account, Right. And, um, you know, it, you know, she called me a few days later just saying that, you know, she'll never do that again. So, again, as we talk about the business foundation, you need to know that I'm, I'm sharing this with you, not uh, just because I have a list of something to share. I'm sharing this with you because it's a commonality amongst business women not to set their foundation properly. It, it really is. And it's something that we need to do. A lot of business women have this this myth going on in their minds that I don't really need to be real about business or set my foundation. I'm actually making uh, multiple figures or six, and I'll go ahead and set it then. But you need to understand that you got to be professional from day one. Jump one, you got to be professional and true to yourself with your business. You got to treat this business like you want it to treat you. So with that said, Here we go, Queen, five questions of business leadership. Again, number one has five core areas that I want you to pay attention to. Have I set my business foundation? Number one, uh, core area one refers to the legal structure and setup. Um, For most small businesses, being an LLC or in that LLC structure is just fine. However, if you're not sure that you understand the difference between all of the various corporation types, it's very important that you talk with either your accountant, your tax specialist. You can give me a call, schedule a power talk with me, and I'll get you to the right person. I do want to give a disclaimer that I am not an attorney nor an accountant. I am a tax preparer, though. I, I am registered with the IRS for that. But I have been coaching and counseling people for 30-plus years, and I understand the legal structures. So with that said, I am more than happy to give you some better understanding and then pass you on to an accountant or an attorney or a legal service that can help you make it happen, okay? Um, The second core area that's very important is strategic planning. You know, it's just not enough business women strategically planning. And how do I know this? Because women are not setting their goals for their business like they should be, right? Um, And we are still in a panic mode when it comes to running our business. You know, we react, we're being very reactive to our business instead of being proactive. Strategic planning is all about being proactive. You might ask yourself these questions when you're planning your business. You know, like, what do I want to experience this quarter? What will I do to support my vision and goals for my business? 
how will I implement the task to support my goals, and who will I delegate to? Because we can't do everything on our own, right? So strategic planning is not a business plan, but it's a plan that has an objective, right? There's something specific that you want to accomplish, you want to have to happen for yourself within a given time frame. It could be two or three goals that you have in the strategy. However, you're going to, in the strategy, you're going to outline and you are going to write down exactly how you hope to get all of this done. And that is what a strategic plan is. And that's why it's so very, very important as we move into the new year, okay? So at this point during fourth quarter, for example, I would not necessarily recommend someone do a strategy for the whole entire year uh, for 2024, but I would recommend that you have a, a solid uh, goals, a list of goals or, or some of the things that you want to experience for the new year, and then a solid strategy for first quarter that you are ready to uh, implement all of those things and get those things ready to roll uh, in first quarter. Because again, when you don't, have a strategic plan or know where you're going or have your directions for first quarter, oftentimes it is not uncommon to be set back 90 to 180 days. What that means is possibly 90 to 180 days of not making money, okay? So, you know, that's like half the year there. Um, and so you don't want to set yourself back a half a year not by being prepared, okay? Uh, so that's very, very important. Now, let's move on to number two um, in the core area, uh, or I should say number three in the core areas of question one, which is setting the foundation, is asking yourself the question, have I developed my power team outline? Again, have I developed my power team outline? Now, this is very important. Why is that? It's important because Remember, I have mentioned time and time again that in order to grow and take your business to the next level, you can't do everything by yourself. You definitely are going to need some assistance. You definitely, whether it is um, whether it is some type of automation uh, process uh, and a combination of having VA uh, help or having a project manager or someone to help you do various things, you will need a power team of people eventually to, to help you. The thing of it is is that you can't wait to the last minute to ask uh, and find references for people who can help you in various areas of your business. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Uh, again, it's the same concept. When you do things at that last moment, you're always going to be scrambling and not necessarily choosing the best thing for your business. So it's important to outline that power team. And for those of you that are new, a power team is simply a group of professionals that we label internally within the business as power team. These professionals can help you in various areas of your business, but they normally have their own business. They are subcontractors. And when you need them, they are there. They're familiar with who you are because you have already vetted them. You have already checked out their work. You've already discussed with them the type of work that you would be assigning to them, and they've already given you uh, their pricing structure. So you're familiar with all of that, and the only thing left now is when you need them, they're at your fingertips, and you can connect with them and order this, right? So that's the power in the power team is that that they're, they're there and available uh, for you when you need them it's important for you to identify those areas that you need help with now or that you will need help with so that you can start finding these individuals. Now, you don't walk around saying, you're on my power team, I need you on my power team. There's no need of that. That word is for you to utilize internally to know and remind yourself that there is power in having a team of people to assist you and to help you when needed. So very, very important, okay? So core area number four is all about automated marketing, right? Have I automated my marketing process? That's important. Why? It's because living in the technological society that we live in today, there's just so much available to us, right? On a free basis, on a low-cost basis, on a paid basis, there's the, the 
tools are definitely out there. And automation basically simply means is that you're going to take the effort to create, you know, whether it is a landing page, whether it is a a welcome email or a set of emails that would go out to someone on an automated basis, you're going to take the time to develop all of that. But once it's developed, you can then set it up in the autoresponders to go out to individuals that either opt into your marketing or individuals that inquire about your mar- your services. Um, you know, again, the key here is automation. Now, moving on to number five in in the setting your foundation. This is core area number five, right? So we've got four other questions to go through, but all of this is in question number one in these five core areas. Number five is, are you prepared to receive the money? Remember that scenario that I gave you of a client um, and I shared with you what happened with her in the last minute trying to come up with a webinar and and get it done, get, you know, get her merchant account all set up and it just did not happen. You know, again, there is always going to be missed opportunities when we are not uh, crossing those T's, dotting those I's and making sure that we have the things that we need, right? And it's such as the case, I think, a lot of the times in preparing to receive the money. We keep telling ourselves we're going to set up a business checking account. We keep telling ourselves that we're going to have a bookkeeping system. You know, we keep saying we're going to have a merchant account, or we keep saying, hey, I've heard Queen Trina talk about the cash flow more than once. You know, maybe I need to look into that. But it's time for us as business women, especially those of us who are micro business owners, right? We're trying to get there too. The, the five, the high five digit, double five digit, we're trying to get to that six figure. The thing that I think is very, very important to understand is obedience to the system, okay? This is one area that you can't slack in, you know? Um, It's time to stop commingling your money, your business money with your personal checking money. And, you know, this can hurt you in so many ways. I know one big way that it can hinder you is when you have made really good money but you've always commingled it. So as a result, you have no business checking account statements to show um, the income that your business is actually making. That's a, that's a no-no. And you have to be very, very careful there. If you were to get audited uh, it, with the IRS, they're going to ask for checking business checking statements, and you would not be able to give that to them. And that's the first step where you're going to get in trouble because then if they have to go back and reassess the amount of money you owe, they are going to do it at the highest tax bracket possible, and you're going to lose out on a lot of deductions. Same thing when you want to go and buy a home and you know that you've been making the income to contribute um, to perhaps your spouse's income, your partner's income. You you know that you've been making that money, but you don't have it in the in the form of checking a checking statement. You can't prove that you've had the income because you don't have a bookkeeping system. So as a result, right, it's a trickle down effect. The trickle down is that no no um, no business checking, no bookkeeping system means that you can't uh, declare all of the money that you want as income with the IRS. So again, then that trickles down when you're trying to buy a new home, a condo, or even rent an apartment. So all of this really does trickle down. And this is why it's so important to be obedient to the system of business because it can help you. But when you are not obedient to the system, it hinders you from doing a lot of things. So there you have it. Uh, core area, five core areas and question number one, have I set my business foundation? Now we're getting ready to move on with the other four questions in this series of five questions of business leadership. Number two is what are my top three business goals for this month? So really what happens is at the bottom every month, you should be looking at, especially in that last week of the month, you should be looking at what the goals are going to be for the new month. If you've got to carry over a particular goal, because you know I recommend you only do three unless you have health. Um, But if you're going to carry over a goal, that means that's one less new goal that you get to put on 
on the goal on your goal planner, but it's a necessary thing if it's important, okay? And then here's question number three, do I have a power team in place? Now in the setting the foundation it was, you know, have I created my power team outline? Have I actually identified who's supposed to be on the power team? Is that is that all solidified? But now in question three it's asking you, do you actually have the power team in place? In question four it is, am I being consistent with marketing and communication? Remember, in setting your foundation, the question is, do I have my marketing automated, right? Very, very important. And then last but not least in the five questions of business leadership, one of my most favorite is on a scale of one to 10, what's your belief level? This is very important. And one, I want to slow down on this one. And the one thing that I want to let you know about the belief level is that it is very, very possible to feel very strong on one day, meaning, you know, you feel that you have that unshakable faith and that nothing can deter you, nothing can prevent you from accomplishing those goals and working on the things that you need to work on, right? You feel very, very powerful, strong about that, and yet, a lot of the times what can happen is on a whole nother day, you feel weakened, right? You feel weak and you're not quite sure why you feel weak. You're not quite sure what's actually going on. But all you know is that you felt strong one day and the next day you're not feeling strong. You're not feeling like working on anything. procrastinating, you have low energy, and you're not quite sure what is going on. I want you to know and I want you to understand is that believing in yourself is not a one-time deal. I want you to know that. One day you can have all the unshakable faith in the world and the next day, for whatever reason, you can wake up and um, you, you, you just don't feel the same way. And so I want you to know that it is, it is very, very possible to have unshakable faith one day and to get so much done and then the next day you're trying to figure out, well, where did it go? Where did my, where, what happened? What's going on? And so I need to let you know this. This is very important for you to understand. Believing in yourself is a constant, continual flow of actions. Okay? It's a constant, continual flow of actions. And oftentimes, we slow ourselves down when we start failing to take the action. So this is why it is so very, very important to prepare your mind for greatness. And I'm going to go uh, right on into that segment in just a moment. But keep in mind that your belief level tied directly to your actions. If you're taking action, you're going to see goals being accomplished, your to-do items marked complete on things that you have, have on your checklist. You are going to see these things moving. You're going to see movement, and that's what's so very important. When you can look at your goals on a page and that's the only place they are on a page, then you know that you've got some work to do and you know that you have got to take action. And so, again, I want to encourage you. Um, that to always ask yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, where am I on accomplishing a certain task or where am I on doing a certain thing? Because you've always got to keep in touch with how you're feeling on the belief level on yourself on what you're doing. And remember, unshakable faith, which is that level of belief within you that, that simply compels you to take that swift and immediate action, it is all about action. It is, it is impossible to have unshakable faith and not have um, action that's constantly going on, okay? And so these things you need to understand and, and, and you need to know. So very, very important. So I encourage you to go over your five questions of business leadership. I encourage you not just to write what the questions are, but I encourage you to actually answer the questions, and the answers usually will compel you to take some type of action, okay? I also want to remind you that uh, if you want to actually see the questions printed out, you can go to our member portal at Women About Biz, 
And if you've already, if you're part of the Crown Club, just log into the member portal, go all the way down and click on podcast, and then select resources shared. When you click on resources shared, you will automatically see the five questions of business leadership printed out there for for you. You can copy and paste and put on a Google Doc or a document uh, that you can use to really ask these questions of yourself as often as you need to. So there you have it, and I trust that you all took some really good notes on that section right there. I want to go right into preparing your mindset for greatness, okay? And um, I am so excited. I had, I've been working on the land of TikTok. Yes, it's something intrigues me about TikTok. You know, what is it that intrigues us all who go on TikTok to just it's possible for hours to just keep flipping through all of these TikToks, watching what people are saying. Of course, it's a form of entertainment in a way, right? But I'm on there for a different reason, and that is to really deliver a message of hope, a message of what it takes to be successful um, in business and to give, you know, some nuggets there. So recently I did a three Oh, I'm sorry, a four-part series on the subconscious mind versus the conscious mind. I did that on TikTok, and um, it actually turned out well And in this four parts. And one of the things that I was reading on TikTok and marketing and putting out information is that you really don't want to put out long pieces of information that might last 10 minutes or more, but you really want to break it up in bite-sized chunks. Uh, what that does is it helps the it helps your algorithm to improve, helps more people to see it. Um, so, and then it causes people to want to go visit your profile so they can see part one, two, three, and so on. Keep that in mind, um, as, because I've learned that it does indeed work. Um, so I did this four part series, and you know I got some really good responses, surprisingly. I got a lot of direct messages rather than comments in the actual post. People were sending me private direct messages asking me other questions that they, I don't know if they felt uncomfortable asking it in the comment section or they just wanted to ask it, uh, you know, privately. But I talked about the subconscious mind, and there are some things I want to remind you about it. I've spoken about it on the show quite often. But in preparing your mind for greatness, one of the things I think that is very important for you to know is that the mind that I am talking about is definitely the subconscious mind, right? Remember, the subconscious mind in and of itself is its own chamber, its own system, right? A dynamic system at that that God has created. And subconscious mind, it actually controls about 90, 95% of all of our bodily functions. It's amazing, right? And in that subconscious mind, that is where it records like a hard drive 24-7. It actually records all of our emotions, our opinions, what we hear audibly, okay, what we hear audibly, and even when we are not thinking that we are listening audibly, those same noises and thoughts and different things that are going on in the background could be radio, television, conversations somebody else is having, though all of those things literally are being recorded in the subconscious mind. The way the subconscious mind works oftentimes is that if something is repeated enough or if there has been a an experience, be it good, bad, or devastating, right? If that experience has impressed upon us enough, it automatically records it. But oftentimes, more than none, the way the subconscious mind works is that it works through the power of habit. So something is normally recorded over and over again in the subconscious mind just assumes that this is something that since you're letting it in, that it's something that it needs to record over and over again. Of course, it has its own memory system. And so therefore, the subconscious mind can enhance us or hinder us. It can take away. 
And so this is why we have to be very, very important, I mean, very, very careful um, to make sure that we are preparing our minds for greatness because a lot of the times we're not paying attention to the environments we're putting ourselves in or the conversations that we're having or even what we are, we are truly feeling or repeating to our own selves. We're not recognizing that that can actually hinder us accomplishing our dreams, our goals, or whatever it is that we are trying to purpose. And it can go for anything. It can go from healing ourselves, right, um, to uh, accomplishing our dreams and our goals, to making some things happen. If in our conscious mind we identify something that we want to work on, but our subconscious mind has something that is it's relevant but it's working against us, who do you think is going to win? the subconscious mind. So it's important for you to understand that preparing your mind for greatness is just not, you know, uh, five words that I'm popping out there. Okay, it's, it's, it's not that. It's me telling you that I have personally experienced and discovered a technique for being more productive, for getting more things done, for accomplishing my dreams and goals, I have discovered that doing this one thing every single morning, none fail, has helped me to handle my days better. It protects me. It keeps a guard around me, and it reminds me of what's most important, okay? And again, preparing your mind for greatness is really about waking up, giving God the first fruits of the day, being grateful, which is so important because you want to have an attitude of gratitude always. And then it's also praying to God for the things that you want, blessing, blessings for others, right? And then it is also about you affirming within yourself the things that you want or things you need to do. And so this is why it's so important to create your own personal affirmations of what it is that you want. Yes, we can repeat other people's affirmations. We can um, get inspired and motivated by others, and I think that's beautiful. But when it comes to true, raw personal power, it means that you are, are really being the creator of what is going into your subconscious mind. That makes it even stronger because it comes directly from you. Okay, and so this is why your personal affirmations and creating them, customizing them for yourself. Now, you can take some another affirmation that you really like and then craft it, right, reconfigure it for you. That would work as well. I'm just saying that it needs to come of you, right, and tapping into your personal power, being that first person to be, um, to have that input, is a, it's a beautiful thing. And when you're not the first person to set your day, then you have to really look and say, well, what set my day? Was it the television, the radio? Was it a phone call? The phone was ringing. What happened this morning to set my day? Because oftentimes when you're not the first person tapping into your own subconscious mind, then what, what you're going to find out is that you may feel a little bit disjointed. You, you may not have the clarity you want or the focus you want, or you can't seem to get work done that day. Um, a lot of things are going on. So again, when you declare, when you give those first fruits of your day to the Lord, you recognize that he didn't have to let you live, that you didn't have to open your eyes this morning, but he allowed you to, uh, and that there's more work for you to do, that he's giving you 86,400 seconds to, to spend on this day, right? Uh, then you have to recognize the blessings in that. And then when you give a custom affirmation for yourself, oh my goodness, it really, really, it's, it solidifies everything. It really helps you to get stronger and stronger and recognize that, yes, I do have personal power. I do have control over how I handle my day and how I handle my business and I let things, um, you know, go. How, how all of these things occur is a lot under my own control. So therefore, I am going to be that first person to tap into my personal power so that I can set my day and I can make things happen. Remember, the power of the subconscious mind is very important 
Why? Because it controls a large portion of all of your body functions, and you want to make sure that you stay in control of it at all times, right? And in order to do that, sometimes I am having prepared my mind for greatness every hour. If there are crazy things going on, it could be something going on in my family. It could be, you know, just a lot of different things happening. Um, and some of it I don't have control for. I will go ahead and start working on preparing my mind for greatness, even though I may not have control over certain things. I have control over meditating, praying, saying custom affirmations, and, and really putting things within my subconscious mind that help to calm me down, that help to remind me of the success that I'm seeking in life, and it helps me to have more productivity for the day. So again, if you haven't started preparing your mind for greatness, I suggest that you put it on a recurring timer every single day in your Google Calendar or whatever calendar you're using. It should pop up every day. Prepare your mind for greatness. Mine is normally from, uh, you, I used to do it from 6 to 6.30. Now I do it from usually around 8 to 8.30 or when I wake up, I'll take the first 30 minutes of my day and I'll work on preparing my mind for greatness. Again, once you get used to it, you can tell the difference when you've prepared your mind for greatness and when you haven't. So again, try it out. I think that you are really absolutely going to love it. I want to go ahead and go into some announcements and different things we've got going on. The first thing I want to let you know about is our event coming up on um, the 25th, and we're actually doing it in the evenings, okay? It's going to be Wednesday evening, five ways to promote your business for the holidays. Now, although we're talking about developing your marketing campaign for the holiday season, this webinar is totally different in the sense that I am giving you more visual examples, and I'm going to actually create a landing page in Google Sites and show you how the landing page is set up and how it's connected to um, an email marketing system that's automatically going to have an autoresponder set up. So it's going to show you that, but then I'm also going to uh, show you some other ways that you can promote your business as well that are not mentioned today. So again, while today we're talking about developing your holiday marketing campaign, um, on Wednesday, the 25th, we're actually having an evening webinar entitled Five Ways to Promote Your Business for the Actual Holiday Season, okay? And we're going to go into why you should leverage the holiday season, easy ways to build your sales or landing page using Google Sites, promotional ideas that can get you up and going quickly, how to hold your own festive networking event or demonstrate your products or services, and how to create special offers that will lead into the new year and much more. So again, this is our free, um, normally our lunch and learn, but let's call it our evening dinner time webinar, and um, it is at 7.30. And so again, very, very key for you to remember that, okay? Um, with that said, mark your calendar for that. Now, tonight, the 23rd, guess what we are hosting? We are hosting another open office, yeah? The open office, we had our first one, um, and now here we are on the second open office for October, okay? So what is the open office? Well, it's an environment of other positive businesswomen who are all working on their goal or working on a task. Okay, actually doing it, taking action on it. And it is during the open office that you can work on a task that you've been wanting to get done or finished up and for whatever reason it's not it's not taking shape. I will be there. I automatically give you a phone number to call if you have any questions or need help. What happens is you raise your hand and then um you let me know that you need to call me and I'll go ahead and tell you to give me a call. And so again, these these questions need to be at least five minutes or less. And, of course, throughout the open office, which is uh, from 7 to uh, 9 p.m. tonight, uh, you know, there are 30-minute work segments that you're doing, and then we come back uh, and, you know, we share the different things that we're working on, and then we go back to another 30-minute segment. So, again, I ask 
if you're going to do open office, the one key here is to be on time and to make sure that you have your notepad or exactly what you're going to work on, have everything already set up. So again, that's this evening, Monday the 23rd from 7 to 9 p.m. So it doesn't matter what you're working on, whether you're working on a speech, whether you're working on an article for your blog, whether you are working on um, you know, social media content, whatever it is that you're working on, it doesn't matter. It can't be too small or too large. Bring it on during the hours of 7 to 9 tonight. Monday, October 23rd, and work with us, okay? Uh, so, again, Open Office is publicized both in the Crown Club. So you can go into Crown Club if you're a member and, and just RSVP to get the Google site, the Google link, because we're going to do it via Google Meet. And if you are um, registering from the, the general public side of the website, then it will give you, it will send you an email also with the link. So again, I want to remind you, open office, work on your needed task this evening from 7 to 9. We are going to be uh, of there, and I'll be there for you to answer any questions, brainstorm with you for a little bit, um, give any resources that you may need, 7 to 9 tonight. So still time to go ahead and get yourself registered, okay? This is all a part of our goal-setting program that we have at Women About Biz going on in the Crown Club. And if you have not started participating in the goals program, it is free to both all of our silver and our free bronze members for the rest of this year. We're doing things on helping you as a businesswoman to get yourself grounded in setting your goals. And so again, I want to encourage you that if you haven't already, even third week of October, girl, go ahead and get your goals planner for October printed off and do as much as you can, okay? Do as much as you can, but you got to start somewhere. Don't procrastinate. Get moving. That's what's so very, very important. So we are now at the time where we are going to talk about the holiday season. Let's get a little mood Time of year again, the holiday is upon us, and there's nothing like developing your marketing campaigns for the season. So what I want to do is say that before you can actually market, right, there are some things that you have got to have in place in order to market your business. And so what I want to do is I want to talk about those things for just a few minutes, okay? So the first thing that you've got to do is you have got to select your star product or service, right? If you have multiple products or multiple services, you can't, you can't push everything out. And you really want to stick with just one product that's going to be your flagship product, meaning you're going to spend more time and effort on developing your marketing campaign around that particular product or service, okay? that It could be any kind of product or any kind of service, right? But if you're in a business that's definitely that you definitely have products and services related to um, the the consumer need or desire during the holiday season, they you know you really need to be working hard on developing your holiday marketing campaign. So again, some things that you need before you even start marketing is you've got to select your product or service, right? You also have to have your description in place because you're going to need that later on. You need to have your description in place. You definitely need to have images. If you have a product, you definitely need to have three to five shots of that product, right? If you have a service, then what you need to do is you need to have some images created that are representative of that particular service. That's very key as well. So again, 
whether it's a massage service or um, or whether it's a hairstylist trying to offer a service or whether you are a consultant, you still need to have a really nice graphic design that's representative of what it is that you're trying to convey to the consumer, okay? Very, very important. The other thing that you want to keep in mind, we've talked about content, we've talked about images that you have to be prepared for, we've talked about you selecting your star product or service, the other thing that you have to be careful of is that most um, retail experts recommend that the last day for you to ship out anything out in the United States is really safely around December, between the 15th and the 18th of December okay, uh, to make sure that it's going to get there by the 25th, right? And so that's very key to keep in mind. December 5th, I want to say December 15th is really the day that you should depend on. Because anything after the 15th, you have to let people know that it is possible, right, for that package to arrive after the holidays, after the Christmas season. That's important that you have those kinds of disclaimers available in your uh, on your website and it, when you ship things out or or in your statement um, on the receipt, it's important for you to actually have that out. The other thing is that before you can even start working on your marketing, you also need to make sure that you have your um, workflow for selling during the holiday system for this particular product or service, right? You want to have your workflow already drawn out. What is the workflow? The workflow is that from the time someone inquires about my product or service until they purchase it, what is the workflow? How am I going to stay in front of them so that I can encourage them to go ahead and um, purchase this product or service? So you, you'll have some workflows that, uh, might start off by thanking the person for their interest. Also, there, there may be some opt-in, some type of opt-in offer that's free of cost or a deep that discount coupon. Um, but then you have to make sure you get them to the to the cart to check out. And so that's what that workflow is about. You may send them uh, three to five emails, or you may send them five to seven emails all the way up until December 15th. Um, you know, encouraging them and letting them know. You might even start off with a, a bigger discount in the email at the beginning, but then that discount gets a little bit smaller, so they see that, oh, I'm losing money by not purchasing it earlier. So, again, there are all kinds of things that you can do. I'll be sharing more of those things this, uh, this week on Wednesday evening at 730 as we, do, as we discuss further ways to market your business for the holiday season. So again, you've got to develop your workflow and figure out what your workflow is going to be. Now, with that said, you also have to have a second workflow for when the person actually purchases your product or your service, right? There has to be a workflow. If, it's, if you're shipping out, meaning it's a physical product that you're shipping out, then you've got to have your workflow down packed to ship that product out. The U.S. Postal Service will give you free boxes, okay? You can even order them, and the post, postman will postman and woman will deliver them to you, right? So they will give you free boxes, but you also want to be careful because the U.S. Postal Service, their, their pricing has gone up. So you, what you want to do is you want to compare pricing between UPS and the United States Postal Service, okay? That's, that's what you want to do. And then the other thing that I think is going to be very important, because these are all pre-needs. These are all things you really have to be thinking about, okay? The other thing that you have to take a look at is what is your refund policy, okay? If people return stuff back or, or how am I going to handle complaints, what's going to be the process for that? You know, it might be as, as easy as creating a, um, a, a complaint form or a customer service form and then making sure that it sends it to your email right away, okay? So there are all kinds of things that you can be doing. Some of the other things that you can do to market your business during the holiday season, once you set your foundation up of those things I just mentioned, is pay attention to the use and power of video because today it, it can take you so very, very far. 
So you can do a Facebook Live just like um, one of the sales shows that come on these days, right? QVC or uh, one of the other shows. You can you can actually set up the same time every single day to actually do a show uh, where you introduce your product or your service. And if you have past customers that have already bought the product or service, you can even ask your customers to come on the show to talk about how they like the product or how they like your service. So again, um, this can be very beneficial and very, very useful. So don't overlook the power of video, right? You can also plan holiday socials and events as well, right? You can create your own vendor party. If you have multiple products, you can create your own vendor party and invite people to it. Make it a networking event where other people can come and network as well, right? And of course, I'll be talking about setting up Black Friday text messages and how to take advantage of Black Friday in the webinar this week. But a couple of other things that I wanted to remind you of as you look at uh, developing your holiday marketing plan is that you really have to define your goals and your audience. You know, this is where you have to be really clear on what your target audience is, okay? And you do have to have and craft a unique message, right? All of these things have to be worked out. But what I can say is that this time, if you can give yourself this week or next week to work on your holiday campaign, uh, at least 15 to 20 hours, you can knock it out. You can make some things happen with the use of maybe Fiverr and a, and a virtual assistant or others to help you. You can make some things happen and have it ready to go within a week to two weeks' time, okay? So it's very, very important for you to also look at your um, campaign timeline as well because we have quite a few holidays going on, okay? we've got We've got Black Friday. We've got Cyber Monday, we have um, uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, we've got Kwanzaa, we've got all types of holidays. We've got um, Hanukkah, we've got all types of holidays going on here, right? And so again, there's an opportunity to make sure that you are marketing across the board, but yet you also have some people that only want to market, really not planning to do the rest of it, but you have some who are willing to market during the entire season. It takes more creativity, more work, but it can definitely be done, okay? So one of the things that's going to be key is diversifying your marketing channels and making sure that you have a combination of paid advertising, that you, um, if at all possible, that you also do Facebook Lives, that you also push up videos on LinkedIn, um, or that you also do videos on YouTube, utilizing those keywords that people would most commonly be searching for on Google, okay? Very, very important. Don't forget the special promotions to include in your holiday campaign. This is very important. You can include limited time discounts, bundled products, uh, if it's if it's local, free gift wrapping, or even if you're sending out something, you can offer free gift wrapping. Uh, it can be exclusive holiday themes. So there's a lot of things that you can do to promote your services or your products for the holiday season. At the end of the day, it really is about you scheduling some quiet time, to first just make a list of what you would like to see happening in your business for your holiday campaign. Once you make that list, then look at your timeline. Create a timeline and say, you know, how much time is this going to take? If you're having, um, if you're having some fogginess there, you're more than welcome to schedule a consultation with women about biz. I'm here for you. Uh, if anybody needs to work on their holiday campaign uh, a little bit during work, open office tonight. Get on open office uh, from 7 to 9 and start working on your holiday ca campaign and figuring it out, and I can provide some resources and some ideas as well. So, again, I think that's very, very key. I hope you guys are jotting these notes down. I hope you are uh, ready to really start on your holiday campaign and getting some things going. For those of you who are in the goal setting program at uh, the Crown Club and Women About Biz, I want you to make sure that you participate 
uh, in the open office tonight. Make sure that you participate, if at, you know, if at all possible. And for those of you, again, who are wanting to work on your holiday campaign, this is a good time to do it during open office as well. I truly hope that you have enjoyed the show and that you are ready to make some things happen in your life and your business this week. Remember, God loves you, and he wants the best for you because he installed what you need to be successful in your life and in your business. So it's all up to you to get yourself a dose of that unshakable faith and to go for it. Take action, the antidote to all things happening in life. Take action, and you'll start seeing results. Take care, everybody. Have a beautiful and a productive week. Happy harvest season to all of you, and I look forward to connecting with you in the Crown Club. Bye-bye, everybody.